Welcome to the online EFICO, the largest community of podcasters in Nigeria and across the African continent who are interested in learning and developing themselves in a variety of areas of life, work, and professional skills. My name is Omag Bishe Baru, and I am the online EFICO. Today, we will be continuing in our month-long series around the subject of entrepreneurial development and entrepreneurial management, focusing on some of the skills and capabilities that entrepreneurial leaders, business owners and business leaders of small businesses and startups need to focus on to improve the fortunes of their startups, their entrepreneurial ventures, and their businesses. Today, we'll be talking about selling consultatively. So we are going into the domain of marketing and sales skills that are required for success in entrepreneurial ventures. We're going to talk about consultative selling, about how it is um, focused on understanding and selling to the needs of customers and how to create consultative proposals and consultative presentations, how to have a consultative engagement one-on-one or one-to-small group or one-to-large group with your customers and how to take advantage of product innovation and thought leadership to sell consultatively. All of this and much more when we come back. Traditional selling techniques focus a lot on reaching out to as many people as possible with your sales pitch and working the average. You know, assuming that, for example, if you reached out to 100 people and an average of 10 people respond, you may just be able to close up to five sales. This high-pressure approach is therefore focused exclusively on the targets that you want to achieve rather than on the actual needs of your potential customers. The most successful sales organizations, however, apply apply a more impactful and sustainable technique called consultative selling, which requires you to identify the characteristics of your target clients, understand their needs, and develop your sales materials, communication, and presentations around those needs. You see, the idea is quite simple. Become like a consultant, someone who takes time, like every consultant does, to understand the challenges and the needs of their clients and their prospects, and responds effectively with solutions that meet those needs. So rather than just trying to make the most out of averages and pushing your product to everyone, your sales approach can be more focused and can yield even better results. So I'm going to be sharing with you a number of things that you can do to apply this thinking of consultative selling to your sales organization, to your sales process, and to the everyday sales and marketing of your products. The first step in consultative selling is understanding your customers and their needs. 
it's an important first step in building a consultative selling approach. It requires you to be crystal clear about what your customers actually need. Now, to achieve this, you have to firstly be able to describe what your typical customer for that product or that service looks like in terms of their age, their gender, their marital status, geographic locations, their tastes, their habits, even their economic or social backgrounds. As much analytics and insights that you can get would help you. Taking time with your colleagues to think about the characteristics of those who are more likely to purchase your product is very critical. For example, for a crash, your typical clients will be single parents, first-time parents, parents with demanding jobs, whose grandmas or whose mothers um, are too old or their mothers are late, so they have very little family support, um, people who live or work close to your crash. For example, someone who is selling technology products and gadgets, your typical clients will mostly be professionals in the workplace, students with a taste for things that are trending, who use the internet and social media a lot. You see, once you have taken time to identify this archetypal, this archetypal customer, the next step will be to identify the needs of these types of customers from the various perspectives of marketing, you know, product. How should our product and our product delivery be designed to fit their needs? Place, where will be the most appropriate location for our business and what channels of distribution and sales, online or otherwise, will be most effective? Pricing, what can such a customer afford? And what type of payment or commercial terms will work best for them? And of course, promotion. What type of marketing pitch will resonate with them? Where will you find them? And what sales techniques and platforms will create the most impact? You see, by answering these questions, you would have discovered a number of important things regarding your target customers and you'll be in a better position to attract them. Now that you are clear about who your customers are, what they want, and how you can reach out to them, you must begin to apply all of these to your sales materials, your brochures, your adverts, your proposals, and other marketing documents. When preparing a proposal for your business, you should always craft your messages from a consultative perspective. To achieve this, your proposal must connect to the needs of the customers in a powerful way, showing that you understand their needs and the risks and rewards of dealing with the particular circumstances they find themselves. And I will give you an example. For example, if I were a gym instructor, I will most likely find clients taking long walks in the mornings or in the evenings. If I wanted to give them a flyer, it should try to connect to some of the needs of fitness enthusiasts and highlight the importance of healthy living. As a school owner, 
I would focus, for example, on the importance of maybe technology-driven education or character-based education or something that I'm quite sure will be of interest to potential parents. Oftentimes, business owners develop proposals and adverts that just speak about their products. We call it product evangelism. Sometimes, paying glowing tributes to its efficacy, the awards and accolades that you have received, or even its competitive advantage over other similar products, without first creating a real connection with the needs or the risks of potential customers. A good consultative proposal may start with something like, for example, forward-thinking parents appreciate that good academics alone do not guarantee the success of a child later in life. Rather, it is a combination of academic life skills and character that are more likely to predict success. Or another one, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but also the most neglected. Skipping breakfast increases the chances of diabetes, high blood pressure, and stress-related illnesses. Let me give you one more consultative pitch. The design of your office furniture and the seating arrangements can contribute up to 30% of your effectiveness and productivity in the workplace. It is important to ensure that your furniture is ergonomically appropriate. Now, with these examples, I'm sure you're thinking, you're thinking about a school or somebody who offers life skills and character education. You're thinking about somebody, for example, who offers breakfast delivery in the morning to people who are too busy to prepare breakfast before they hit the road and get into long traffic in the big cities. Or you're thinking of somebody who designs and sells ergonomically appropriate furniture. So think about these things and reflect on how they can be applied to your organization and how you can create a consultative statement. Now, similar to your consultative proposal, you should apply this consultative thinking and approach when you speak publicly about your business and products. A good consultative presentation should begin by connecting with the needs and the risks of the audience rather than showing off, remember, product evangelism, what your product can do. My experience is that by getting your audience to identify with the needs and the risks associated with the problem or the challenge that your product deals with, you can create a powerful emotional connection. We recognize that selling is about connecting with hearts and minds and ultimately with the pockets. And find that if there is nothing in your customer's pocket today, a good connection with his heart can create a connection to the pocket that transcends time. So please, ensure that your first slides capture a powerful problem statement or a case scenario regarding some of the business or personal needs, challenges, and risks that your product 
helps to address which you know your audience will find valuable. Get your audience committed to agreeing with this problem, with this challenge or this risk. And once they do, you can sell your product to them consultatively. Very importantly, when we engage with our customers in terms of consultative engagement, it is very important that just like the way a doctor or a good consultant engages with clients, you too should engage in a consultative manner. Good consultants focus on getting to know more about their customers, their needs and challenges using powerful questioning and listening techniques, just like good doctors do. They also take time to research their prospective customers and they use a lot of data about existing relationships to upsell and cross-sell to current customers. If you are going to create healthy, sustainable relationships with your customers and prospects, you too should take time to research your customers properly, keep ahead on news events and activities relating to them and their industry as applicable, so that when you are in a meeting or a conversation, you can take time to ask questions that will help you to understand them better while listening with empathy to create the right connections. So instead of showing up at a business meeting and kicking off by pressure selling or product evangelizing with your products, start by asking questions and talking about interesting things about the customer that you may have picked up in the press or via your research. Another important dimension of consultative selling is in product development and innovation. One of the things that being consultative does for your organization is that it provides you with so much real-life perspective on your customers that you can be at the cutting edge of product innovation. The deep insights that you will now have arising from your better understanding of your customers' needs will help you enhance your products and services and deliver even better results for your customers. Business owners who are at the cutting edge of innovation and new product development are able to achieve this because of their consultative approach to selling. As you release new products or enhancements to your existing products that are aligned with the real needs of your customers, you will find such products easier to sell and easier to gain new customers. Finally, to crown your abilities as a consultative sales organization, you will have to be able to position yourself and your business as thought leaders in your specific industry or field. You see, a thought leader is an expert to whom the rest of the industry defers on issues regarding that industry. As a business owner, you can position yourself as a thought leader by a continuous and impactful investment in learning. Learning that is applied in innovation projects as well as taught and dispensed to others. So drawing on your experience and your expertise in your specific field of business 
You can, for example, start to publish articles in leading journals, magazines, newspapers. You could write a blog or you could become a conference or workshop speaker on issues related to your industry or your products. You see, as you position yourself as a thought leader, even your competitors will recognize your work and your network of influence and clients will continue to grow and spread. The beauty of thought leadership is that it is a very subtle yet immensely impactful way of promoting yourself and your business. Opportunities to provide thought leadership are quite distinct from making a traditional sales pitch via product evangelism. And there is therefore no need to focus your article or your speech on the direct marketing of your products once you are wearing your thought leadership hat. You would agree with me that consultative selling is an absolutely transformational way of getting your business and your organization to relate with your customers. I encourage you to transform your organization's sales approach and get it to be more consultative and more impactful. We've talked about what consultative selling is, why it is important, and some of the key issues around understanding your customers' needs, coming up with consultative proposals, presentations, engagement, and how you can use consultative selling to drive product innovation, and how thought leadership is at the core of consultative selling practice. I urge you in the area of selling consultatively to go and sin no more. My name is Omag Bisher Barrow, and it's been an absolute pleasure sharing with you on the subject of selling consultatively. And I encourage you, as I always do, to go back to some of the episodes of the online EFICO. Listen, learn, and position yourself to lead. And I look forward to being with you next week. As usual, spend some time also checking out www.onlineefico.com and feel free to visit www.bebetterbooks.biz where you can get some of our books and resources um, on a variety of subjects that will definitely be of interest to you, your family, your friends and your colleagues.